I'd like to call to order the regular meeting of the June 7, 2023 Fitchburg Conservation Commission. The Conservation Commission has seven members. Members are citizens residing in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. The commission is appointed by the City Council and serves on a volunteer basis. The commission collaborates with the residents, businesses, and organizations to facilitate compliance with the eight interests of the Wetlands Protection Act and the Fitchburg Wetlands Bylaw. Meetings of this commission are subject to and abide by the open meeting law. If you would like more information about any of these regulations, feel free to ask a commissioner, agent, or environmental consultant. Thank you for your commitment to the conservation of our natural resources. Thank you for your patience as we navigate this hybrid meeting. The commission requests that folks wishing to speak approach the podium and speak clearly into the microphone, and remote attendees maintain microphones on mute for privacy. If you would like to speak, Use the chat or raise your hand function to alert the chair of your intention. Be advised this public meeting is being live streamed and recorded by Fitchburg Access Television. If a member of the in-person audience is recording this meeting, this is your opportunity to identify yourself for the public record. Seeing none, I'm going to call the roll. Commissioner Baker. Oh, Ralph is running late. Commissioner Christian. Here. Commissioner Donnelly? Yeah. Commissioner Helene is working late. Uh, Commissioner Serfield's here. Commissioner Jacobs? Here. Okay, so we have a quorum. Let's jump right into it. Um, under, under Massachusetts General Law, Chapter 13, Section 40, the Fitchburg Conservation Commission will open the hearing for notice of intent, platinum development, LLC, 93 Gibson Road, driveway crossing and single family dwelling in the buffer zone. Um, let's see. Oh. Okay. Hold on. Is this continued? Is this different? No, it is not. It's just the revised version. We have the old one. Okay, sorry about that. Um, so let's see. Let's open the floor for public comment. Oh, I'm sorry. Who's going to be explaining how they're meeting the performance standards for this project? I have Matt Morrow and um, Graz Engineering on the Zoom. Okay. Um, hi, Mr. Morrow. <laughs> I don't see them on yet. Okay. <coughs> I'm not seeing them, but okay. Not there. Okay, four. Okay. They are on. Mr. Morrow, um, So Mr. Kurgowski, can you um, explain to the commission how this plan is meeting the performance standards for um, land underwater and bank? Mr. Morrow, Mr. Fletcher, you're unmuted. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Matt, would you like to start? Um, is there a plan that I can see in front of me? All I see is the... Um, 
The cloud. Mr. Morrow, can you clarify what you would like for Herlin to open? In other words, the, uh, the site plan. Thank you very much. So essentially what you have is you have a crossing for an intermittent stream that's been basically reviewed by myself and designed by Graz Engineering. The um, DEP comments that were issued noted a potential um, jurisdictional stream crossing either under your local regulation or under state regulation or both. In this case, it's both. This area does qualify as a bordering vegetated wetland um, stream crossing. The wetland in the area where the stream crossing is proposed is pretty thin. The um, area has been designed with fieldstone headwalls to allow for continued migration of species and the culverts that will be installed will allow for continued hydraulic maintenance. I understand that Mr. Fletcher has been working with the DPW to ensure that it's been designed to their satisfaction. This area does appear to me to meet state specifications um, for a wetland crossing. The replication area that was proposed and drawn on the plan, I examined the area that was proposed. It should take quite readily. Um, it looks like you don't have to sit there and destroy a whole bunch of trees in order to do the replication. You can maintain the canopy while doing, um, you know, herbaceous plant mix. In that particular area where the replication is proposed, there wasn't really much of a shrub layer. It was pretty thinly wooded. Um, that's about it for me. Trevor, if you wanted to take over, please feel free. <clears throat> sure, yeah. So we, uh, we came across a couple different uh, designs that we uh, were going through. And uh, speaking with the applicant, it, it kind of seemed like um, the the best possible outcome would be, you know, the smallest possible crossing that we could create to disturb the least amount of wetlands. So we uh, lowered the crossing and um, her DPW standards. Um, I spoke with the DPW and their regulations. Unfortunately, they don't really uh, specify between, you know, roadway culverts and driveway culverts and, and the like. They just say all culverts must be designed to the 100-year storm, which... You know, typically in driveway design isn't typically the, you know, the status quo in, in other towns that I've worked in. But um, so we, we designed as far as much as we could towards the 100 year storm. And uh, to do that with the, you know, elevation of the crossing and uh, providing appropriate cover over the culverts, uh, we came up with uh, four 15 inch culverts would allow for a 100 year storm to pass without overtopping the driveway. Uh, I spoke with the DPW about this design, the four, uh, four HTPE culverts, culverts, and he can, uh, expressed concerns that it was kind of a wide uh, crossing in that area. Uh, and, you know, he said uh, if, if we take a pipe out or something like that, it might help to do uh, to, to disturb less of a bank of the, uh, the wetland channel, uh, we'll call it. And so I did an analysis on just the same crossing, but just removing one of those culverts. And that was uh, what was submitted as the alternatives analysis. And that would pass a 50 year storm, which he said uh, something like that would be adequate in uh, adequate to a reason to, you know, reduce the uh, storm requirement uh, that, that it can cry, that it can pass. So in other words, you know, 50-year storm uh, being passed is, is pretty good for, for a culvert uh, that's providing a driveway crossing. Um, so they would be okay with that reduction um, if it affects the channel a little less. So uh, with that, I mean, I, I could take any questions about, you know, any hydraulic 
questions of, of that nature, if anybody has any. Thank you, Mr. Fletcher. Mr. Smith, did you have any, well, is, is Jeff, is, is Jeff on the, Jeff on the call? Jeff Hillman is also on. Yeah. Okay. So who, who had their hand up first? Um, Matt, do you want to go ahead, Mr. Morrow? Oh, no, I raised my hand earlier to let you guys know I was here. I apologize. For okay. Yeah. Thank you. Who Jeff has his hand raised, but I'm not able to unmute him. Okay. Jeff, we're going to. Okay. Jeff is available. Thank you, Mr. Hellman. Hi, board. Good. How are you guys? <laughs> Good morning. Guys Mr. Good afternoon, Mr. Hillman. Yeah, so I'd just like to elaborate. So I talked to Fletch, uh, with uh, with Graz Engineering, Mr. Fletcher, um, and what I was elaborating on was, yes, the regs for the city require to meet the 100-year storm. What I had addressed concerns to, um, to Graz Engineering was if they use the, the proposed uh, four-barrel or four-cylindrical uh, culverts at, I think, their 15-inch piece, the overall linear surface area that those pipes would if they if you stack them uh end to end on each other or i should say side to side on each other that eventually they would actually cut into the side of that or what the, the overall linear distance for them was uh greater than what looked like to be the three foot wide stream and in order to do that you would actually have to dig into the embankment on either side to make sure that you installed the you know the the third and fourth uh, pipes. So I talked to him and said if he could come up with a reasoning to why that you know if if he was to change the actual design of the pipes, whether using a rectangular or a, um, or or some different diameter size pipe, and could prove with, to us in stormwater calcs that it wouldn't it would still meet this this the hundred year storm, we would consider that. And I also said that. If he could show that, yes, he could meet, you know, a, a different storm, whether it was a 10-year, 25, or a 50-year storm, um, that engineering would not approve it automatically, but we would review it and then get back to him on it. So I just wanted to elaborate on that. And that was the conversation that him and I had the other day. And I also had the same conversation with um, Mike from Platinum as well. With Mike from what is? Uh, Platinum Developments, the applicant. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, thank you, Mr. Hamlin. My apologies. That's okay. Yes. Thank you. Um, okay. Who, anyone else have their hand up? Put your hand down, Mr. Hamlin. Let's see. Do we have any other Madam, hands? Madam Chair. Mr. Smith. Yes. Uh, if I, so, I just there's a, a lot of issues here, but um, to speak to the issue on the table. Uh, the chair uh, asked about the general performance standards uh, for the resources, resource areas that have been impacted. And um, I, I don't know that the, that was addressed. So there are five performance standards when you're impacting a bank. So really there, there are three wetland resource areas that um, are impacted and that means they have to meet, they need to comply with the performance standards for each of the three um, resource areas. So you've got bank, land underwater, and BVW, bordering vegetated wetland. 
So for the bank, there are five performance standards. And what the regulation says is any proposed work on a bank shall not impair the following. One, the physical stability of the bank. Two, the water carrying capacity of the existing channel within the bank. Three, groundwater surface water quality. Four, the capacity of the bank to provide breeding habitat, escape cover, and food for fisheries. And five, the capacity of the bank to provide important wildlife habitat functions. And then it goes on and provides a little bit more clarity. So there are five different performance standards just for bank. And again, we're just talking about bank. We still haven't talked about BBW or land underwater. So one thing we have talked about is the ability of the stream to continue to carry the capacity of the stream. And I would point out again that number two is the water carrying capacity of the existing channel within the bank. So they're saying that if they put the culverts, it'll meet the 50-year storm event. I don't know how that, because the performance standard doesn't talk about which storm event. It just says the water carrying capacity of the existing channel within the bank. So obviously the idea is they don't want a culvert or something installed that's going to impound water and cause flooding somewhere else. So I don't know that that performance standard has been complied with. And the other performance standards haven't even been addressed. So I'll stop there. And again, there are a number of other issues to discuss, I think, tonight. Thank you, Mr. Smith. Mr. Morrow, do you have any comments related to that? Are you, Mr. Morrow's representative, is he your engineer now or he's your environmental consultant? What is? Mark Popham's not here tonight. Just only Matt and Trevor. Okay, Matt, Mr. Morrow. Yes, I'm here. Part of Tim's presentation cut out, so I didn't catch everything he said. I do see Mr. Popham is signed in. Okay, then. Yes, I am here, actually. Then, yeah, I didn't. Okay, Mr. Morrow, let's let Mr. Popham, if you'll give us some grace here. Mr. Popham, go ahead. Sure. Basically, in terms of the performance criteria, I believe you have been submitted an updated project narrative, which does discuss the performance criteria. So you should have that in your Dropbox documents. I had prepared revised notice of intent pages and a revised narrative. And when was that submitted? I believe Mike could answer that, but. The 31st, with the rest of those documents. Was it submitted to the Community Development Department or DPW? In the email that I sent you. Okay. 
But if I, I could quickly uh, answer some of that while, while you look for it. Uh, it was the cross section of the driveway crossing. Um, it's the, the design includes a, uh, the, the sidewalls of that fill are basically uh, open sidewalls. They're um, protected with crushed stone. There's no impervious barrier as you're looking through the fill. Uh, the, re so the reason why a uh, stone headwall was selected, um, permeable fill, and then a stone stone uh, stabilization either side of it and all the fill um, on the surface within the 25 foot setback from the, uh, the intermittent stream uh, and wetland area where the crossing is. So there's no impediment to flow that carrying capacity. Uh, it includes both the fill and the uh, three or four culverts, whatever you folks decide <coughs> on that. Um, the, the cutting into the bank, I believe if you look closely at the, uh, the wetland flags on that updated site plan I prepared, I believe the culverts do fit within the, uh, the basic bottom or uh, wetland to wetland side view of that. And there really isn't any cutting into a bank. Uh, if you recall, the crossing in that area was selected because there's a very gentle rise back from the wetted perimeter. And there's no real bank as you would imagine it along uh, a, a typical stream. Madam Chair, I have a question um, while all of the engineers are on, if I may. Yes, thank you, Mr. Popham. I'm not sure who to address this to since we have um, Mr. Popham and uh, Graz, the engineer from Graz Engineering. Um, but the stream crossing standards are recommended a, the span be of bridges, three-sided box culvert, and an open bottom culvert or arches, which is why we had the discussion about the bridge in the past. Doesn't say anything about individually closed culverts, and when it does, it says that these round culverts need to be embedded at least 25% um, in order to be stabilized when you're doing it that way. And I don't know how, with the size of these culverts, that's gonna up impact the water flow. I just don't see how this design meets the stormwater crossing standards that's an open question to anybody who would like to address that. And I guess the, I, 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 could, I could address that a little bit uh, for the water carrying capacity. Um, th these culverts can be, uh, I spoke with Matt Morrow about it, they, they can be embedded into the, uh, the bed of the wetland. Um, you know, he said 25%. Uh, he, he believes that uh, if you embed it even an inch, it will uh, eventually take and, you know, it would, uh, meet that criteria and kind of uh, make the whole bottom of the culvert kind of reestablish as, as a stream bottom um, over over time. And um, as for water carrying capacity, when you do embed it, um, I mean, these culverts, the four culvert crossing in, in particular can pass the 100 year storm. So if you fill, you know, the bottom bottom inch or two uh, 
up. I mean, it's not going to affect the carrying capacity too, too much. Um, it will very easily still pass the 50-year storm. The difference between the 50-year storm and the 100-year storm is very minuscule. So in, in terms of carrying capacity, it wouldn't be too, uh, too impactful to embed these culverts that much. Did, when you did the stream calculations, the, the capacity calculations, did you, did you assume that the culverts would be in, uh, partial, partially uh, uh, submerged into the soil? No, no, that, my, uh, my calculations assume that uh, it's full flowing culvert, all, all four of them. Right. So when they, if they're not embedded, how do you keep the, the, the ground underneath those culverts from washing away? The, the ground underneath the culverts? I mean, if, if, they're, <clears throat> if they're installed uh, properly, you know, Water will just eventually. The, the gaps are so you know big. The you know the pipe in uh, inlets are so big that you know water is just going to flow it and around all these culverts is going to be you know the field stone, field headstone walls and uh, so water shouldn't be flowing underneath these culverts. Uh, they will be directed in you know through the riprap around uh, around the outlets and stuff. That the water will slow down and eventually just you know pocket up right in that area and flow through the culverts. And Mr. Grigowski, did you submit this to MassDEP for their review that it meets, or did they deny the storm crossing, crossing I standard? I submitted it. And comment? I haven't heard back yet. When did you submit it to them? About two weeks ago. <clears throat> Mr. Smith, any additional comments? Yeah, so that, that was one of the issues that we had uh, actually uh, way back in April was that um, the plans that had been submitted to the commission hadn't been submitted to the DEP. So um, obviously we're going to need to wait to hear back from the DEP on the, the new newly revised plans. Um, the other thing is there were a number of requests in April for, more, for additional information, um, including uh, that a site plan be submitted that was stamped by a professional engineer um, and that the design were design uh, also be stamped by a professional engineer. Ha have those two items been submitted and, and were, they, were they stamped? I spoke with the, uh, with the DPW about that, uh, that particular matter and um, Mark Popham was doing the, uh, the initial notice of intent plan and was dealing with, you know, wetlands disturbance and all that. And then my design was for the, the basically carrying capacity of the crossing itself. And my particular site plan that I, uh, I uh, submitted did have a stamp on it. I'm not sure if the one that uh, that is uploaded onto the town website is the one that is stamped, but it, it is the same exact plan. It just it has my stamp on it. So. There yes. is a civil Mr. Fletcher, we do have that, and it is noted that the purpose of the plan, this is the plan, your plan that you submitted, um, the purpose of this plan is to direct, uh, depict a wetlands crossing to meet the city of Fitchburg stormwater regulations and depict the watershed plan associated with the hydrology model. That's fine, but we're talking about requirements under the Fitchburg Wetlands Ordinance and um, uh, the Wet Wetlands Act that needs to be administered to.
So, Tim, I think the answer to that is no. We have not received any full site plans um, stamped by a PE other than the stormwater associated ones submitted by Mr. Fletcher. Okay, there, there was a, another requirement uh, that was brought up by the chair, and that is compliance with the, the stormwater standards. And um, when we talk about this, there was a little confusion on, a, on an earlier an earlier uh, conversation about this. When we speak about the stormwater standards, we're, we're talking about the uh, DEP stormwater regulations, like the uh, the post rate of runoff must be equal or less than the uh, or the the, the pre the the post runoff must be equal or less than the pre-development rate of runoff. And those, those standards are not, so there's an exempt, exemption in the, in the Wetlands Protection Act because it's only one lot. So they get a pass under the Wetlands Protection Act, but the ordinance does require that they file, even though it is a single family home, that they do uh, show compliance with the stormwater uh, standards. And, and, and a request was made for supporting documentation, and I, I don't know if that, that's been submitted or not. So, uh, so if I'm understanding that correctly, are, you're, you're requiring stormwater for a single fam one single family lot? That, that's what the, again, under the ordinance, not under the uh, Wetlands Protection Act. Okay, uh, what, what section of the ordinance is that, if, if I may ask? Um, I can... Uh, Get it for you. If, if we want to go on, I, I can get it. It's just going to take me a minute to look it up. That'd be great. Thank you. I can. I'm on the uh, Mass DEP website right now, and it does not show that if it has been submitted. As far as for their review, nothing has is posted as having been received, and there is no additional comment as to whether they approve what has been submitted as a recent submittal. Well, it looks like we're going to have to continue this to our next meeting because we don't have all the information. Um, is, is that what you're, is that, are you comfortable with that or do you want us to um, take it? Can we just, before we close up, can we make sure all my representatives are clear on any, everything additional that we need, if we have any questions or anything? Mr. Morrow? No, it seems pretty straightforward to me, Madam Chair. Thank you, Mr. Morrow. Mr. Fletcher? Um, if, if Matt understands the uh, what, what needs to be done, I think I can uh, work with him and, and come up with anything that you guys uh, require. And Matt, Madam Chair, if I can review what we asked for previously to all of the engineers that are involved here. We've had this discussion several times so I will go over it again so that we're clear. There are three items that we are looking for. An updated, revised, full site plan indicating and recognizing the intermittent stream as a stream and not a swale and detailing on the full site plan the latest bridge, culvert, whatever crossing design showing all elevations and this plan needs to be stamped by a professional engineer. The full site plan dated January of 2023 needs to be updated. Second item, 
The stormwater analysis needs to be, again, approved based on the, and I have the here, Fitchburg Wetlands Ordinance 2.31 filing procedure lists that we can um, require stormwater analysis on a proposed plan in our ordinance. And also the updated plans for any stream crossing need to be submitted to MassDEP for comments, recommendations, and approval. None of those th three things have been met. So if we're going to continue, we have to agree this time that we're gonna get these three items because we've asked for them. This was in the April meeting. And now we're at June and we still don't have it. Gentlemen all agreed? Thank yes, you. Um, one Mr. thing Fletcher. I should make clear is that with DEP, at times, if they follow up with the comments, they won't necessarily post it on their database. And sometimes, depending on the agent, they won't do follow-up comments because they feel they've made their initial ones and but, that it would, between, would be between the commission and the applicant to address. But I'll work to follow up with the reviewing agent with all the follow-up documentation to make sure that they've reviewed it. Matt, I will make sure that I will speak to Mia McDonald too that that has been submitted and that they are in reviewing or get a copy of their review before our next meeting. We just need to make sure that that gets submitted. That would be most helpful, actually. Thank you very much. Okay. Mr. Hellman has his hand raised. Mr. Hellman? Yep. And before Mr. Hellman speaks, let the record show that Ralph Baker has uh, joined our meeting. Go ahead, Mr. Hellman. My apologies, board. Uh, I was I, did I have my hand raised? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It must've been from earlier. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So. Mr. Morrow, loop uh, Mr. Smith in and everybody else on that, what you guys are working on. And um, on that note, thank you for, your, for joining us tonight. Um, can we have a motion to continue to the next meeting? So motion to continue, um, notice of intent on 98 Gibson Road to our July meeting. And we will have to decide when that July meeting is, which we have not yet. If there is one. Okay. But everybody will be notified. Can I have a second? Second. Okay, I'm going to call the roll. Could, I'm sorry, could you repeat the motion? I apologize. Okay. I, I, I didn't hear it. Motion to continue um, 98 Gibson Road okay, while second, we await second. additional information till July. Very good. Thank you. And we have a second. Um, and we're going to call the roll. Uh, Commissioner Baker, do you want to? Uh oh, he's muted. I said, since it's a continuation, even though I didn't hear the rest of it, I, I can agree with it. Okay. Commissioner Christian? Aye. Commissioner Donnelly? Aye. Commissioner uh, Jacobs? Aye. Commissioner Stafford, aye. So we'll, move, we'll continue that to the next meeting. Okay, so moving on, we've got. Thank you very much, folks. 
It's good night, Matt. Good night, Mr. Morrow, Mr. Fletcher. Good to see you guys again. Okay. Okay. So we um, are going to have a little change up in the agenda. We've got a person running late. So we'll accommodate them by putting. Um, is it the Civic Center next? You guys ready? Yeah. Correspondent. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Welcome. Good evening. Can you identify yourselves for the record, please? Uh, E.J. Gottwald, Director of Operations, uh, overseeing the Wallace Civic Center Skating Rink. And my, <clears throat> excuse me, my name is J.D. Head. I'm the Associate Vice President for Capital Planning and Maintenance for Fitchburg State University. Thank you for having us. Welcome to the meeting. Did you have um, an update for us? Is that what? Thank you for coming, first of all. We appreciate that you're here. No, I think, um, you know, I think FMC and, and FSU are prepared to, uh, to, to fix the Cape Cod berm at the, at the rear of the parking lot. And as long as that's still the continued uh, preferred solution, we could have it done in no time. Yeah, and that was really part of our discussion for tonight is, is what's the next step? Uh, I mean, it, the parking lot was cleaned up wonderfully, so we appreciate that. But how do we now go about avoiding issues in the parking lot going forward within your realm? Um, because we know there are, you know, other ramifications that you have. But um, how is there any other way that I guess my first question is, who plows the parking lot? Is that, that the college responsibility, or does that fall under the ice rink's responsibility? Well, it's a shared responsibility, but we have a third-party contractor who does that work. It's a, a local contractor, uh, Dan's Paving. Okay, which works for the, co the contractors with the college, though, correct? Correct. Yeah. So I don't know if going forward we want to instruct snow storage in some other place that works for you, but also takes into consideration the brook that's there and what might enter the brook. It's fair. You know, I mean, it, it, we're open to any ideas, whatever mm. you might like to do. Sure. And we certainly could do a better job probably of flagging the edge of that berm so that, that it doesn't get caught up in the plowing as well. You know. um, perhaps we could talk about a timeline for you to give us some kind of plan or something to go by just so we know what to expect. We both know what to expect. Sure. Um, uh, well, at least we're not close to winter. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, we could certainly you know, have some time and, yeah. you know, get back to us on that. A you couple know, months? Here to yeah. talk about it, sure. Yeah. sure. All right. We're here to talk about that. And so, yes, um, you want to look at August? I mean, I, I know you work on a different schedule and this is, may or may not be, I, I don't know if it's an extremely busy time. I work in higher education. It's an extremely busy time for me. So I, um, I respect that. Your schedule is different. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, certainly the summer in, in operations is very, very busy. Um, but, you know, this is an important matter. And we certainly, you know, uh, want to be good partners with the city and, uh, and 
you know, and, and put our best foot forward. So, yeah. Maybe we'll look for you in August. August. Okay. Mr. Gott, while it's still the plan to not use the same type of paint in the fall that we had the issues with this past yeah, year. Yeah, that's correct. At this point, um, we're looking at not using uh, the ice paint and just painting the concrete okay. uh, so that it'll avoid any paint uh, being disposed in the snow shavings at the end of the season. Okay. Madam Chair, can I make a comment? <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> For 50 <Don't>. years, <clears throat> the parking lot's been plowed. So irrespective of whether it's melting snow or rain, um, a portion of that time there was a berm there. Um, you can't impound the water. It's all running to the lowest point. So the water hasn't been impounded. So it gets to the brook unobstructed somewhere, and that's going to happen, and it's going to continue to happen. How has it happened in the past? And uh, there's got to be relief from that water going to the lowest point, whether it's snow or rain. Uh, so it's, there's, it's an outfall that whose responsibility, and, and we probably ought to clarify that. <clears throat> if you don't own the Civic Center and you have a lease on it, and it's a city responsibility, then the water's got to get to the brook. We want it to get there clean and slow. So it's more than putting your berm back up keeping a snow plow off it, stockpiling snow, that's ending, it's going to get down there when it melts. Um, so there's a lot more to consider than the, 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 the glitch that we just had. Yeah, so, Commissioner Donnelly. I'd, like, I'd like to, yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead, Dr. Baker. Well, uh, I'd like to just um, uh, build on what Michael just said, namely that, uh, we're talking about behind the Civic Center right now, uh, but just upstream is the large parking lot with the ticket booth in the center of it, um, right above the stream. And just, just upstream of that ticket booth and the little pedestrian bridge is another place where the berm doesn't exist. It, it basically all the outflow from the parking lot, or a lot of it, goes directly into Falula Brook there. And I realize that's not what we're here to talk about today directly, but that area is also in our jurisdiction. And I would suggest that um, a more permanent solution would probably be a series of biotreatment swales that, that would be installed along the edge of the parking lot uh, along its entire length where it's, where it's adjacent to Falula Brook so that uh, any runoff from that parking lot, as well as from the building and, and behind uh, Wallace Civic Center, would eventually get treated and then slowly infiltrate into the ground rather than run right into the brook. And there may be state funding available to implement that kind of a uh, improvement uh, through a program such as the, the Municipal Vulnerability Preparedness Program. So I'm not here to give you a prescription as to what you need to do, but this is the kind of thinking that I would hope that you would be uh, considering. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Baker. Mr. Mr. Head. Oh, I was just going to agree with uh, Commissioner Donnelly that, you know, the, the area sheet flows, uh, you know, and has been as, as long as it's been there. 
uh, you know, to that back corner, um, the entirety of, of that area. Uh, so, you know, d no matter what the season, you pour water on it and it's going to, you know, head to that corner. Um, but, you know, certainly we could hopefully, you know, partner with the city and, you know, try and come up with some, some solutions and, you know, discuss the, um, uh, the issue around responsibility and, and ownership and lease agreements, et cetera. But, you know, certainly, um, like I said, we want to be good partners. Wonderful. So um, we've got Mr. Hillman at the D, uh, DPW. He has, Mr. Hillman has his hand up again. Go also. ahead, Mr. Hillman. Uh, my apologies, board. Um, for a remedy for the ice shavings, um, something that Nick Erickson and I had, had uh, discussed today, a potential remedy, is um, they could install a, in, somewhere in the parking lot, install a, basically a catch basin, uh, more or less a vault, concrete vault, and then have a concrete pad around that vault that would be graded towards it so that they could take the ice shavings, bring them out, dump them on that concrete pad and allow it to melt down and filter into the catch basin. And then in the catch basin, they could have uh, like an oil water separator and a sediment filtration unit to help separate out. Um, this could be a potential remedy and solution to the ice melting. Um, another thing that uh, I might be getting ahead but uh, was brought uh, brought to my attention today was um, over at the parking lot against where the edge of the parking lot meets, well, is is towards the Falua Brookside, um, the silt wall, or the um, hay, wall, hay waddles, straw waddles that are there, there's a gap in the waddles. They're not overlapping each other. So there's actually a gap that will allow runoff from the street or run off from the parking lot to migrate through the waddles and get their way, make their way down to the stream. Um, I don't know if the board has has gone out and looked at this or seen this or knows about this. Um, and if you guys would like to go out and look at it, um, I can make myself available to go as well. Um, but that would be something that was brought brought to my attention today. And we were hoping if the applicant could uh, fix this remedy in the meantime. Okay. So there's a straw, a straw waddle missing, or did they get? From behind the facility. I noticed today that one of them was moved, um, and I'm not sure if it's the, the passerbys that walked by and, and kicked it or whatnot. Um, it was replaced back into normal this afternoon when I was there. Um, so it should be back to a continuous stretch, uh, again, of the 150 feet. Could have, could have been the beaver. Yeah. Could have been the beaver. <laughs> <laughs> It is the lowest point um, of the property, so it is an area that, that gets ponding and, and flooding quite a bit. So um, okay. it could have also been water that have, has pushed it back to naturally flow. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, it sounds like we uh, everybody knows everybody here, and we can work together to see what we can come up with, try and see what kind of fix we find that's economical and efficient. Certainly, absolutely. Thank you for coming tonight. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll see you in August. Thank you, Mr. Hillman. Um, okay, what's next? Is, can we get, she's not there. Mr. Denewfill is on if we want to do, I, I know we're waiting on Woodland Estates, okay. but, um, and I will step away. Thank you. Um, but Mr. Denufil is available to do Mad River Solar. 
Thank you. Mr. Dunafil. We received some new materials. Okay, can, can you, can you uh, hear me okay. or see me or both? Yes, Mr. Dunafil. Just Madam Chair, I'm going to recuse Thank myself. you. Let the record show uh, Commissioner Jacobs is recusing himself. Okay. Mr. Dunafil, do you have an update for us? Yes, uh, thank you very much. I, I hope um, the commission received my letter dated uh, May 31st, um, right uh, in which I, I provided a, a, some of the specific updates, um, which I'm happy to go through that letter. Um, the uh, Basically, the uh, remediation plan that we worked on together um, is uh, almost entirely completed at this at this stage. Um, our wetland scientist um, recently filed a report. Uh, he uh, filed the report yesterday, indicating that the um, requirements within the remediation plan, uh, with the exception of an, a, a small amount of additional seeding have been completed. Um, I, I believe Nick Erickson received that yesterday. I don't, because it, it wasn't, um, that report wasn't done uh, by the 31st, I, I haven't formally sent it to the commission, but you will receive that report um, from the wetlands uh, scientist. So the, the uh, remediation as specified in the order of conditions is basically at, uh, at long last, um, mostly done, it will be completed by next week. So meaning all of the requirements um, in the order of conditions for the remediation will be done. Um, in terms of the overall solar project, um, as I put in my letter um, and as um, I think hopefully you also saw in the letter from the mayor as well as uh, Representative Kuzmerich. Um, this project was delayed a year um, because of the logging program. And just again, to recap, Mad River Solar had nothing to do with uh, the logging plan. So uh, our efforts to go through the order, uh, uh, updating the order of commission, uh, order of conditions rather, um, updating the um, uh, stormwater plan um, and drainage plan, all of the things that we uh, were asked to do after the logging plan, um, we have done, um, but it's taken us a year. So it pushed the project back a year. The consequence of that um, is that the um, uh, Massachusetts Department of Energy requires that we complete our solar project within a certain period of time. In our case, it's um, January of 2024. We are unable to do that, so we've requested um, basically a year extension from the DOER. We have not received that extension 
Um, we hope that we will. Um, uh, we're optimistic that we will, but we have no assurance that we will. Um, so once we, so if we receive that, and once we receive it, then we will immediately begin um, the other phases of the solar uh, plan, which include drainage and screening and all, all of the other things that we have um, have been included in the special permit um, <clears throat> with the planning board. But um, but until then, other than finishing up the remediation plan, um, our, the project is on hold. So that's the update. Um, we've reached out to the mayor's office, to uh, Representative Kuzmerich's office, who've both been very helpful, hopefully, um, in communicating with the uh, Department of Energy, um, but we await their update to our request. Thank you much, Mr. Deneville, um, for that. Uh, I think we're gonna need to, we just got this uh, letter from you on the 6th. Oh. Yeah, okay, so you did receive it, okay, yeah. Yes. So that, that letter um, just is an update on okay. the remediation plan, which okay. obviously take your time to go through when, uh, after the meeting, but, um, but it just is an update on um, the requirements that were specified in the remediation plan uh, and where we are relative to them. And, and as you will see, as you once, once you've had a chance to go through it, um, the remediation plan is basically uh, almost completed at this stage. Thank you, Mr. Dunafil. We appreciate you taking the time to join us tonight. Of course. Thank, thank you, thank you, you all very much. Yes. Have a nice evening. Okay. Thank you very much. Joyce can come on back. All right. So am I, am I done? Pardon me? Ma Ma Madam Chair? Yes. Yes, uh, Tim Smith. Yes, uh, Mr. Smith. Does the commission want to just be where the where the mitigate, mitigation has been completed? Does the commission just want to do a, a, a an on-site and just review the uh, the work? Does that make sense? I think it does. Okay, Herland says she'll, yeah, if, that if, they if, can if, coordinate if, that. If, they can coordinate a site. That's great. We'd love to do that. Okay. Commissioner Donnelly. Terrific, thank you. Uh, a couple of, uh, a question and, and an observation. Um, we received correspondence that um, indicated that there was a, uh, there it is, um, <clears throat> um, from, well, it was, uh, it was suggested there was a, de a delay in the final permits issuance, and it was due to an internal administrative delay within the city. Could you clarify that? Sure. Um, we um, received the order of conditions from the, the written order of conditions from the Conservation Commission. Um, at the uh, end of October of 2022, mm -hmm. um, the uh, meeting where we had discussed the order of conditions, where there was um, some, where, where the con consensus uh, ha had been discussed, but we, we hadn't actually received the final 
order of conditions between that meeting and the um, and uh, October 2022. So we, yeah. So I think that answers the question. What was the the date again? What was the delay? What was the length of delay? <clears throat> Um, I think that's about seven months, six, seven, uh, uh, okay. yeah, six, six months. And we so. were required to provide that within 21 days, am I correct? Uh, I am. Sir, are you asking I me? am. And did you take any, uh, there is a remedy for that. Did you take any, what course did you take, mm -hmm. having not received it within our 21-day statutory requirement? We, we, we uh, um, made numerous calls um, to uh, uh, the office to request it, um, as well as um, e emails. So from my uh, attorney, John Barrett, uh, and myself. Okay, thank you. Um, uh, further correspondence suggested if um, the project would have to be terminated if you didn't get the extension. Uh, you will remain hopeful that we'll receive the extension. Um, yes. If we're unable, or excuse me, if we are able to move forward, the first order of business is to begin the site drainage plan, which we anticipate will address the issues the abutters have and are experiencing. Um, without the extension, the site drainage plan will be discontinued? That's, that's sir, it appears we, 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 with that with that so the the drainage plan is in advance of the solar development um, and so we you know we are here as to develop this project and, and just as as we all know that the the logging program was executed by the land owner not by us um, so if we can move forward pursuant to the order of conditions, which requires that in advance of the solar development, we complete the drainage um, program, we, that will be the first thing that we do once we move ahead with the solar plan. So is it your um, contention that the site drainage as it currently exists is uh, the, the landowner and the logger's responsibility? Yes. Okay. And um, <clears throat> lastly, this, this is to the commissioners. Um, special order of conditions from the Conservation Commission. A standard uh, statement is number six. The commission reserves the right to write additional orders should field conditions indicate that further conditions are required. I invite the commissioners to continue to address the site in spite of uh, Mad River perhaps backing out of any drainage issues. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Donnelly. Thank you, Mr. Dinefell. Um, the Office of Community Development is going to coordinate a site visit for us to review. And then- the Madam Chair. Yes. Uh, this is Mark Christian. I, I have a comment or, and or a question. Go ahead. So, uh, on this property, Mr. Denudville, it, it shows that uh, I have the minutes from the planning board from 2019, and it states that Mad River Solar and property owner John Denudville, which I believe is your father, 
We yes. continue to own the project through to completion and run it thereafter. So I, I sit here and I, I listen to, it was the landowner's logging. Yep. But in reality, this is just a common loophole that many contractors use to put a forestry project through and then change the land use after. And I believe that's exactly what has happened here. Uh, Mr. Zunville submitted what will pass as a forestry plan under 132 good forestry planning, but then change it to a solar array. Now I spoke with the forester uh, way back when I first got on this commission and he was unaware that there was even a solar array in play. The forestry plan that was put forth was shown strictly as a forestry plan and not as a solar array. So the reason you were denied is pretty much self-inflicted. And that, that's just my comment or the way I read it. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Christian. Uh, Mr. Denofil, is your hand up to respond? Or? It's not. Okay. I, 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 I mean, I, I would just tell you that um, I have formalized uh, an agreement to lease the property now from my father, if I'm able to move it forward. Um, and uh, for whatever it is worth, he and I had a handshake agreement that I would be the developer here um, and that he would ultimately be willing to sell me the property. We've, we've it's been through now years of discussion and um, with any luck, we'll be able to move this forward. But the, the intention is is for, for, for him to not have any interest in the solar project whatsoever, so. It's, a, it's really a, a separate situation. Thank you, Mr. Denefil. Mark, is your hand Thank up? Thank you all very much. We'll include in these minutes, it says completion of the project is approximately five months. And this is 2019. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Christian. We have no more hands. Is, can everyone put their hands down if they are Mr. Dinofil, is your hand up or because you- No, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Okay, um, so moving forward, uh, Commissioner Jacobs can come on back. We've got um, uh, Emmanuel Lutheran. Do, is there someone here for that? No one here for Emmanuel Lutheran? There's a lot planned. I see this gentleman that's here that's been waiting. Do you know is that? No, that's Mr. Valancourt. You are here for. Okay, and sir. I'm just wondering what's going on with Woodland Estates. Okay, we're waiting for that one. Okay, that's coming. So do you want so, to do 691? Yeah, let's move forward. Next. Okay. Um, go to the orders of condition. Is that what you're saying? Um, Next is Battle Street update. 691 Mount Elam Road, both the two gentlemen okay. are here for okay. that. Then let's, let's move on to that one. Are you, Mr. Valancourt, are you here for 691 Mount Elam Road? Okay. Go ahead. Thank you. Please state your name and address for the record. Thank you. 
my name is Andrew Kuba, um, 691 Mount Elam Road in Fitchburg. Go ahead. Um, I have done some work. I bought the property about uh, two years ago. I have done a little bit of work. Um, next, next to my house, there is a, like, like a river. So there's considered some, I guess, wetland areas. Um, I paved an area behind my house and I have had uh, uh, Mr. Michael O'Hara, he's I think um, the wetland uh, commissioner and he's he kept he's he's always after me um he thinks i'm in the buffer zone um now i have a a plot which uh, shows that i'm about a, over 150 feet from the from the river which is after the buffer zone so you're so you're submitting this to us there is an open enforcement okay. order Okay, that we're um, asking for information on, okay. and there was a report that there was additional work being done that could possibly be in the buffer zone. Okay. So, no, the, uh, all Mr. work have been done completely. Um, it felt to me like he thinks that more work is getting done in the buffer zone, but I haven't done any work. I usually work only in the summers, so. Um, I kept telling him that I'm working in an area that is allowed to be dis disturbed. It's adjacent to an area that was disturbed before I bought the house. He doesn't really wanna uh, uh, listen to what I say. Um, I have some, that plot plan, it shows things a little bit clearer. Um, that's about it. So would you be willing to have um, our engineer do a site visit and walk through sure, sure, where you're working course. on with sure. your plans then so that you could explain? Sure, um, I have explained a few things on ground, but now it's actually better that I have this plan which things are even more, more clear. But I have showed it to him on ground and he, he wants to disregard what I, what I, what I show him. All right, so we'd like to clarify that and then just to note, the um, enforcement order was issued May 18th, 2022, and it states that site work within a buffer area of the adjacent wetland to the north of the parcel without first obtaining Conservation Commission approval. So that would have been a notice of intent was not filed. Um, and uh, Mike had Can been I working that? yeah, that's fine. Yeah, sure. with Mr. Kuba I'm about that. I'm pretty familiar with what's going yeah. on. Okay. I don't. I don't want to speak out of turn here. Do you live on okay. Right, that's it. Ma so, Madam Chair, I'm familiar. Yes. Thank you. Can, can I just I can I just ask who who did the wetland delineation? He has a plot plan and only a plot plan. So so uh, there's a there's a communication issue. Um, uh, Mr. O'Hara cited him for work in a buffer zone. I'm not sure that the violator or the, excuse me the homeowner is aware of a wetland versus an intermittent stream. Um, uh, he's well back of the intermittent stream, the work that he's done. But between the intermittent stream and the work that he's done exists a wetland. And the buffer zone starts on the wetland edge and not the intermittent stream center. So the plot plan doesn't indicate that, but a, a walk does. And so Mr. Mr. Uh, O'Hara recognized that 
And now there was a, there was a, not, the, the cease and desist was a formal uh, uh, notification. There was an informal notification uh, years ago uh, at the start of the project, um, the, 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 the uh, homeowner was informed uh, that the work continued after that. And, um, and, and that's, what, that's where the problem What, what came. work was continued well, after that? And a, a, half an acre, a half an acre was cleared, and that prompted or precipitated a stormwater plan. The stormwater plan, to my understanding, uh, the building department was pushing, or engineering, excuse me, was pushing that. Um, do you, has that, have you, have you taken care of Sir, that? Sir, yes, but uh, one thing at a time, because you're yep. going from one thing to another. Um, I don't mean to. Okay, sorry. one thing at a time. Sure. Um, so, do you understand that there's a wetland between the surface water and your, your land? Sir, there is wetland on the other side of my property. All rainwater, my, my house is at the bottom of the hill. All rainwater goes through my, through my, through my property. There is, there is a wet area on the other side, totally on the other side of the map, on the okay. other side of the house. So there is always wet area on, on, on the property. Do you understand, I'll ask again, do you understand that the Conservation Commission's concern is the land between you and the intermittent stream. It's not the intermittent stream. Ultimately, it is, but there's land between there that the Conservation Commission cares about. It's, it's, Do you understand that? I understand. Okay. It's a little bit wet. So that, that the plot plan doesn't indicate that. Yeah. It indicates your 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 home ownership or your land ownership. So so the land between that surface water that you see, he's well outside of that the intermittent stream. However, there's a good deal of wetland vegetation and wetland between the disturbance. Now, have we? That's it's, a fact. It's clear. I understand okay. what you're saying. Okay. So now let's go to the 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 let's go to the the clearing and the stormwater runoff. If you understand that, that's okay. okay. Uh, that's why we're here. Sir, uh, re regarding, regarding the work I have done, it's supposed to be a, a certain distance away from the stream. I understand your concern that between me and the stream, there's uh, some sort of wetland. There is, like I said, there's also wetland on the other side of the map, on the other side so of the So that's only strike two against you. That doesn't help you to say that. Sir, there's, uh, there's always wet area. Uh, it's, uh, yes. That, my house at the bottom, stormwater goes through my house, almost the entire thing floods. Forever. Okay. For, forever. And, and that's why you're here, and, and that's why we care, because of the wet conditions that you have in your yard. Okay, sir. Uh, like I said, the, uh, the area that I have worked on is adjacent to an area that is allowed to be worked on. And this, this plan shows it clearly. Um, that plan doesn't show anything about our concern. Sir, our concern I had, is I had, with. I had the guy, uh, the, 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 the engineer, he put a pin in the ground where the disturbance starts, and that disturbance started before I bought the house. Along that entire line, there was always dis disturbance. Yeah. That, that pin, that shed, and behind that shed. Mm -hmm. Along that entire line, which is over 150 feet from the, from the mainstream. Okay. Um, Regarding that wet area, there's nothing, I don't know what, you, you, what you're trying to want me to do if you say there is a wet area between me and, and the river, which is, I'm well, on the outside of it. So I walked your line, so I'm quite familiar with what's going on, and I'm, I'm quite familiar with our concern. And by your own admission, there's water elsewhere, not just with the stream. All of that 
is, is a protected area. Your yard is pretty special. And you have to treat it special. And what you've done is you haven't treated it like anything other than your plot plan. It's yours, and you're going to clear it. You're going to make it comfortable for yourself with no consideration to the things that we're we have to consider. So, so that's, that's number one. Number two is when you cleared the trees, all of the water that used to go into the ground can't go into the ground any longer. Still, it still does, sir, because all I put back there, it's not actually paved back there. It's a quarter-inch crushed stone, and the engineer, Mark Barbadosa, uh, he knows uh, it rains, it absorbs everything. All the guy did actually spread those quarter-inch uh, gravel, and he didn't even want to uh, uh, pack them down. Uh, do, do you know, you, you asked to get a stormwater report by the city engineer. Did, that, did you take Sir, care of he, that? He, he, he told me about a, uh, the, for the area I have worked on that I'm uh, required to do a, a storm, stormwater. Yeah. I tried multiple times, sir, to get what he wants done. Yeah. He never, he never responded. Um, I went, I can, I have the name of the engineer. He, he reached out to him multiple times, him and Mike O'Hara. I went back and forth to that engineer five times. I tried to reach him. He kept saying he's waiting an email from the city to tell him what kind of drain they want him to put in. Five times, sir, I go back and forth to him and then I visited him. Uh, in office, and then seems like us, uh, uh, he doesn't want to respond. City doesn't want to respond. Uh, I was always ready to put it in for him. Okay. You're and you're, ready now. Okay. There's an element of frustration that his engineer and our engineer aren't communicating. Therefore, you're not going forward. I get it. But your engineer, he's going to suggest a solution, and he's going to present it to the city. The city's not going to tell him what they want. His job for you, on your behalf, will tell, he'll design something to take care of the city's problem. The city won't design it, and they don't have to tell him that the, the onus is on you and your Several, engineer. There are so many different drains, he said. He wants the city to tell him what kind of drain they want so he uh -huh. can engineer uh -huh. it. Uh, I hear you. I, I'm not an engineer, and I, I'm not the engineering department. I just know that that's an open issue with the water quality that we, you're here tonight for, the water quality between that disturbance and the brook. And then, and then lastly, and, and this is, you cut a lot of trees down, and they're yours to cut down. Not a problem. But you were, you were, you were recommended, you were told not to cut down the trees in the front yard, and you did it anyway. Sir. Those trees are public shade trees. They're within our jurisdiction, the buffer zone. And they have, they have a value, an appraised value. Well, this is an estimate of value of close to $100,000 for replacement okay. value. That's hard to believe, but a, a qualified appraiser can put a number on those trees. They have extraordinarily high value, whether anyone in here okay. understands it or not. But they were within our jurisdiction as well. I would like, I would like to speak because you're really moving. Uh, it seems like you, got, you guys have so much uh, 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 negative stuff or uh, uh, angriness uh, towards uh, what I have done. Uh, one thing at a time, sir, I can, I can answer for one thing at a time because you're moving back and forth from the trees I cut behind the house to the trees in front of the house. Uh, regarding the trees in front of the house, uh, they, they, they were a big problem to me on, on different levels. Um, uh, 
I, 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 I tried to speak to the city, whatever, regarding them. Anyway, I, regarding those trees and their value on their location, um, I was having a very hard time, first of all, going out of my driveway. Um, they're blocking the view. You can get into a car accident going out of your driveway, bunch of trees. That's number one. Number two, uh, most of them were on my property. Number three, the, 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 uh, the electric company sent a, um, the tree, the tree uh, service. They said that these trees should come down, and they knocked on my door, and they have me sign a paper that they want to take them down if it's all right, because they're bad for the, for the, for the lines. That's number two. Um, those trees are blocking me leaving my house. There are so many things about those trees. You, you just showed angriness towards everything that goes on on the property. Uh, I can solve one, one after another for you, but don't mix them up together, sir. Well, I, I'm not, but you said that I'm angry, and you're saying uh, it appears that you're upset as well. And I, I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm sad. I'm sorry to see those trees gone. Yeah, I have... Unitil did not take them down because it wasn't on their list. So, so Unitil wasn't scheduled to take them down. They, they, you were advised not to take them down, but did it anyway. Now, there's a lot of things I want to do, and everybody wants to do. Everybody comes sir, before us. Sir. There's a checks and balances, and you just have to play by the checks and balances. Uh, sir, no regarding, problem. Regarding the trees, I yeah. have planted... Uh, over 120 trees on my property. The deal will love them. Let me, let, me, let me finish. I have planted over 120 trees on my property, and I was looking to plant between 10 and 15 in the front. Uh, those trees that were cut down, you're talking about the four, five, six trees. Uh, some of them are a baby ones. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm looking to plant another 10, 15. And I have planted 120 back there that have costed the thousands of dollars. I, I I can see you with your angriness, sir, moving from one topic to from one topic to another. But let me know how how I can help you to solve this matter, sir. Well, I think at this point, we have two people that, if you communicate with, they may be able to help resolve a lot of the situation that we have going on here. Um, Ms. Can Mr. Smith be available to assist? I think we can make some arrangements. And I want to just take a step back and thank you for coming in, Mr. Cuba. And um, thank you for your communication with the, the commission. And Mr. Donnelly, your service to the commission is admirable. And so I think at this point we need to um, work together so that we can um, facilitate compliance with the violation and move forward with it. And in, we can work with uh, Mr. Smith. Mr. O'Hare is no longer working with the city. He's retired. So um, we uh, do have other options. And we can, you know, Mr. Smith can be there to I, represent our interests. And uh, that way you know what the interests of the commission are. And um, I, I think we can work with him to get out okay, there. Okay, I, I, I really would like, I mean, last time... Uh, I received a letter, that's, w that's why I'm here. I received a letter that there is a meeting. Um, I'm trying to resolve uh, many, many things um, to get everything closed down. I have other, uh, other issues with the city on other matters also. Um, I travel a lot throughout the year, throughout the year and eventually I, I, I'm, I will be living overseas, but I, I do have, that will be my, my, my residence where, where it's gonna be for good. But I'm looking to close all things down that are related to, this, to these matters. Um, 
I cannot put the tree back up, that's for sure. Um, I, what I see from my point of view is that many things I have done, they're very n normal. Um, if what you need me to do to just close these things down, I don't. Uh, I'm ready. I'm not. I don't know what to tell you more. Mr. Cooper, if you meet with our engineer, Mr. Smith, and and he can look at the property and explain when we talk about the wetlands, there's the stream, and then there's that buffer zone where the wetlands are. He will be able to explain to you what areas you can work on, on and what areas you cannot. So that, that way there you understand what the part of your property that we're concerned about and the part that you can, can work on. Yes. So that might be the first step. Tim, if we can put you together with Mr. Kuba, could we arrange a date one time for you to review with him? Uh, absolutely, or, or maybe if we could uh... I, I could provide my contact information or the, the uh, planning department could provide my contact information and if uh, if Mr. Kuba gets in touch with me, I'll, I'll we'll, we'll schedule a time and on-site. For sure, and, I would um, like to, to, any concerns that you guys have, I would like to, to show you uh, Carlin, physically you can, on, on ground and on the We're going to arrange plot. that. Mr. Kuba, we're going to make the arrangements for that and um, we, we can start to move forward with um, facilitating the compliance that's necessary on your site. So, yeah. And the next one is to work with Mr. Hillman yes. on the drainage. Commissioner Donald. Yeah, um, that aside, I don't think I'm uh, uh, stepping ahead at all and even in with his uh, meeting with Tim. The plot plan that he has has to show the brook, oh, excuse me, an individual with, with, uh, with expertise would have to show the brook and then show a you, delineate a line on your plan, what we're talking about. Because we're not talking about your house and we're not talking about half of your backyard. We are talking about a portion on the north side of your, of your property and a, mostly, largely, the north side of your property. So a wetland delineation now or later has to be done. He's one of the hardest working guys I've ever seen out there, and he's not afraid to spend money. He spent a fortune back on the shrubs, I get it, and all the work that he's done. So I think hiring a wetland individual to delineate on the plan what we're talking about. Sir, uh, I understand your concern. Yeah, you guys are just, you trying to make the, you're trying to levitate the situation more and trying to make it more complicated. I believe the law says uh, that river, I have that stream, I have to be 100 feet away from it or maybe less uh, for, for the type of river it is. Um, That's you, where you don't understand. That's where you're missing the point. It's not 100 feet from the stream. I'm not, rather than continue the discussion, an individual will draw lines on that plan to show you what we care about, yeah. because that doesn't show you okay. what we I, care I was about. Ready, I, was re you. I was ready to do that, and that engineer um, that I have contacted, uh, he went back and forth between Mark, uh, Mark, and the engineer Mark and uh, Mike O'Hara. 
they 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 didn't respond back to him, sir. He okay. was I was ready. We agreed. He on doesn't everything. need them to do what I asked for this commission. Okay. He doesn't need them. You and the engineer I'm need to deliver. I'm calling for order now. Way. I'm going to call for order, and I'm going to fall back on. You're going to work with. We're going to get you to work with Mr. Smith. And we're going to get get you moving forward on this project. Thank you. Okay. I will uh, be happy to, to work with them. Tim will tell them the same thing I, I did. Understand and, and that's okay. That I'll reinforce Okay. Thank that. you very much for coming tonight. Thank you. Nice we're to gonna meet you guys with you. again. Yes. You will, we'll get it all squared away with you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Anything? Okay. Um, um, so let's move forward. Miss Hamburg is on. Okay. So let's, that we can do Woodland Estates. Let's jump back to Woodland Estates. Miss Hamburg? Orange McGurn. Yep. Is that it, Hamburg? Well, she's, she's signed on as Joanne McGurn. McGurn? McGurn. Miss McGurn. Oh, uh, just a second. Commissioner Christian? Yes, I'd like to recuse myself. Thank you. Let the record show Commissioner Christian is recusing himself. Miss McGuinn? McGurn? Sorry, you can I can't call me that it's, it's all good. Um, you asked for an update on the uh, wetlands area that was uh, replicated and um, a letter was sent in to you. Can you, you've got it, I assume? Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, Marianne DePinto reviewed it and mm -hmm. uh, made some additional comments, and she will be following up mm -hmm. um, again over the summer and into the fall. Um, Tim, you had a couple of comments about what that replication area looks like from the pictures that were sent in. Um, I, I actually, I, I didn't. I, I was going to go out and do an inspection, and then. Um, we got the report from the wetland scientists. And my, I guess my only comment was, um, it, I, rather than going out and inspecting what we, the, what the commission just got a, got a report on, it might make sense to wait uh, one growing season and, and maybe in the fall do the, uh, do the inspection. So uh, really there's two things we're gonna be looking for. We're gonna be looking for to make sure that the, the wetland vegetation is is hopefully it's taking hold and thriving, but but secondly we also want to make sure that there are no invasive uh, plant species that are are um, becoming established. So um, again, while the, the, the Joanne's wetland scientist was just out there, provided a report. Let's wait a growing season until my recommendation would be to wait a growing season until uh, we we did an inspection. Um, Mary Ann had mentioned about removing the hay bales, um, but she also thought that it would be wise to wait until we talk to you guys before we remove them. Um, something about the water pocketing or something. I, she understands that obviously better than I do, but um, would it be okay with you, Bud? to remove the hay bales around that area at this time. Yeah, uh, Ms. DePinto's was, uh, she raked out the leaves to expose some of the soil and the seeds <clears throat> to light, which she did when she was there. Um, she recommends pulling out the hay bales, bales to allow water to circulate freely between the replica replication area and the natural wetlands 
And once water recedes, additional wetland seed mix should be sown. That was her recommendation. Mm -hmm. So, um, Mr. Smith, would you agree that the hay bales, it's probably time to pull the hay bales out? Y yes. Okay, we'll get those removed. Based on the photos, it looks like the, the vegetation is established enough to, to remove the hay bales. Okay, awesome. We'll have those removed. Thank you, Mr. Smith. Thank you, Ms. McGurn. And we also had questions about the detention basin. Oh, okay. Um, I, had, I had sent you some pictures. It's completed and it's been hydro seeded and the grass is growing and it's doing everything it's supposed to do. Ms. McGurn, I have a question then on that. What drainage is tied in to de the detention basin? Is all of the drainage now from the site plan tied in to that detention basin? Well, as you probably know, the site's not completed. So the stuff that is on the site is tied in, but the site is not completed as you're probably aware. I'm not sure that it was a requirement that the site be completed before the drains be the dra connected Sorry. to the drain basin. The drains that are in are connected to the drain basin. And the, road is not, the road is not finished. Um, we still have additional homes that need to be installed so, and roadways. So when the rest of the road is installed, we'll get the rest of the culverts installed and tied in. I'm not sure that I'm comfortable with that. Um, the order of conditions were, and the, the plan was, to have the detention basin in and the culverts connected to it. Um, at this time, it appears that they're not connected to it. The culverts that are installed are connected to it. Yes, the culverts that are installed. So which ones, how far up did you go? I'm, I'm particularly looking at um, on your site plan, uh, 8A and B and 9A and B, which are the furthest ones. Are those connected? I, uh, we're, I don't have a plan in front of me, um, but the, the plan, no, I don't have a set of plans here, but the, um, we're at about the seven, eight hundred, no. Yeah, we're at about the 800 mark. Um, and all those are tied in. I just don't have a plan in front of me. So if you look at the plan, you'll be able to see where the 800 point is. Okay. We only have about 200 feet left of the development to finish. So how does the commission feel about not having the rest of the, I, I, it wasn't in our conditions that said that the complex has to be completed to connect the drains to it. The problem is I have a cease and desist order. I have two of them. Um, I figured you're aware of that from the building commissioner. Um, and we have been going back and forth with the zoning board. So until we get clarification on that, I can't do anything due to my cease and desist order. Ms. McGurn, that, ha that cease and desist order has nothing to do with is in our order of conditions. Um, you can proceed with anything that is on our order of conditions. 
you may need to verify with DPW a stormwater, a new stormwater management plan because there have been some uh, modifications to what you're allowed based on the zoning board of appeals, did the zoning board decision. But I understand that your appeal time um, Monday was the last day, so that order should be registered on your deed and then you can comply without any problem. The cease and desist order has absolutely nothing to do with the order of conditions that we issued. I don't know how I can work when I'm not supposed to work, but. If you talk to I don't, I don't know Building to Commissioner Barbadero, he will uh, inform you that the it has, one has nothing to do with the other. I am under legal counsel and we're in the process of, um, I really don't know what to say. Uh, I guess I defer you to my attorney. Because your legal counsel is, is filing the appeal on the zoning board regulations, not on our order of condition. Oh, and we, that has nothing to do I, with I, us. I, I am just advised not to do anything by my legal counsel. We're looking to go to superior court and um, I've been advised not to do anything. So I'm here to address what we've done. I've tried to do everything that you've asked of me. Uh, you wanted the detention pond finished. It's finished. The replication area was finished. And they asked about the entrance culvert, which I sent you some pictures of. And I really guess I can't add any more to it. Um, then I would suggest that you speak with your legal counsel and ask them then for their determination, but it is our determination that the order of conditions issued by this commission have nothing to do with your appeal with the zoning board decision. And we can require you to continue hooking the drainage up to that. And in such, if that's not complied with, violations can be issued. I will talk. Okay. Thank you. I, I think, are we finished here? Yeah. So then if, if we want to give her an opportunity to speak with, speak with her legal counsel and then come back to us again next month, then that's okay. fine. Okay. Thank you, Mrs. Ms. McGinn. Thank you. Okay. So now we're going to move on. Let's see. He's done. Thank you. Let's clear the. Let's clear everything here. We've got uh, the Emmanuel Lutheran Church. They're not here. No, but that's really for. Um, that's based on our site visit. This is for commissioners. And I brought. I know Helen has it um, that she can put up also for those commissioners that are remote. That's the site plan. Okay. Ralph and Mark, do you have, um, or are you able to look at the site plan for Emmanuel Lutheran Church? Um, Arlene has it up now. Um, Tracy and I were there over the weekend. Both of those sites have been sold and development on lot two, which is the lower lot, is already being done. That was the order of condition that we issued previously. Lot three, first of all, is an odd lot the way it's been broken up. 
but we're trying to determine whether or not we need to ask the developer to either file a notice of intent or at a minimum an RDA because the water going to lot two must come from lot three. Uh, and we just don't know where he plans on putting the house when he develops that lot and how that could be impacted. So I guess the question becomes, we need to send notice to the developer to send at least a minimum of an RDA where he, he's got to show on this plot plan, where is he going to put the house so that we can determine where the wetlands are on that lot and is there any jurisdiction by the commission? Commissioner Donnelly. I spoke with the developer about this. Um, and so the question was, is uh, he bought the lot understanding loosely that the Conservation Commission had made their decision on two lots and not one. Right or wrong, doesn't matter. Okay. So the question is, is did the Conservation Commission address the wetland system uphill from the lower basin? And that so was no. quite clear that we, we recognized the wetland on the corner of Will Thompson Way and there. Did we, did we carry that wetland up in the rearage of those two lots? No. But we believe that they are there. Okay. The hay bills and silt vents depicted on the plan went up there. Yep. They, Mike, this Tim, this Tim speaking. In, in the order conditions, remember they, they asked us if they could continue to um, uh, clean out the stream that flows around the parking lot, and, and, and we gave them permission to do so, recognizing that it was a wetland resource area. Okay. So it's, it's in the order conditions. We, we recognize that, that, that there is a, a wetland re resource area around that parking lot. Okay. So quite simply, looking for an RDA, to, and, mm -hmm. and we'll respond after that request. Right. We'll be able to clarify whether he has to do a full-blown NOI. Right, because we have no idea. I mean, depending on where he cites the house on that lot is going to determine whether or not we have any jurisdictional area. All right, so, um, okay. Madam Chair, then Herlin and I can work on sending a letter out to the developer to ask him to at least submit uh, RDA. I don't even know. Did he tell you if he's got site plans for that? Third lot and available, he's, and he's waiting for that. Oh. An RDA accompanied by site plan about by yeah, by accompanied by a site plan, by a construction, a construction plan. site plan. An RDA accompanied by a construction plan. He he is waiting for that request. Okay. Thank you. Okay, we'll work on that. All right. So moving forward, what do we we have an order of condition for the Cogs Hall Park Mirror Lake accessibility. What's, what have they done? Right here. Um. Did they get more? Um, I thought we uh, were just- 10-4-2021. Um, on behalf of the Conservation Commission, Michael Hara signed an order of conditions uh, 
on 8-31-2021, and they didn't get it, or uh, they originally came before us, has it lapsed? Has can... it lapsed, excuse me, has it expired? That was a request, we, we got the request 30 days ago. Okay. Right, so that's where we are, and then. Uh... So where did you get that from? Hold on, just a second. It was just some clerical failure from um, the city, so they forgot to file it, and in order to file it, it needs to have an updated date. Okay. So we need you guys to resign them. Yeah. Okay. The recreation oh, director correct. requested this to get his records up to speed. Uh, um, so we just okay. I, that's it. We've already approved. Okay. I sim well, they're looking for a, 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 a an updated, updated, dated, signed copy. Um, I had a couple of comments on that. Do you, do you have is that what you're sending around now? Okay, I have a couple of comments on it if I will. Uh, the work authorized uh, hereunder shall be completed within three years from the date of this order, unless either of the following apply. Yada yada yada. Um, the order may be extended by the issuing authority for one or more periods up to three years, and. If the order constitutes an amended order of conditions, the amended order of conditions does not extend the issuance date of the original fighter order of conditions. And it'll expire on such and such a date unless extended in writing by the department. Those things are significant to everybody that comes in us, not just this one, but everyone that comes in. And it's in a order of conditions. It's a standard statement. Don't lose sight of it when something comes before us again because I because it, I think it's significant. And then I highlighted something else on this order. Oh, there we go. Uh, special conditions. Any change in plans require a submittal of a new notice of intent. That's a standard item in the standard. So uh, a new NOI, have we done that in the past? Sounds expensive. Anyway. Consider that. And then number 16, plans for the staging area near Mirror Lake to be submitted for Conservation Commission review and approval. Have we gotten those? No. So that's part of the order of conditions number 16, the staging area. That was left open. And then lastly, um, while Mike signed it and you're looking for another signature, uh, you didn't get my yay vote on that particular project. So if we're going to go around and signing, my signature won't be amongst them. That's all. I, I, I think if there were anyone outside of the city that came in to impact the wetland for that particular purpose, I don't think the Conservation Commission would approve it. And, and, and the only reason I think it's being approved is a city project, but one that I don't agree with. But so then it will be up to Commissioner Baker and Commissioner Christian to come in and sign that for it to that, approval. Jay. Okay. We're going to work on that. <laughs> okay. So moving forward, um, we've got the order of condition 3579 South Street, DEP number 155-652. Um, and that's, this is Does the, that require a vote? On the um, uh, order of reissuance of an order of conditions, does that require a formal vote? Is it a reissuance? 
thought this was a certificate of compliance. Oh, it, it, I think Mike's back on the COGSAL. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the COGSAL, does that require a vote to reissue an order of condition? Are we rewriting it? Are we reissuing it? That was, that's my question. I, Not as a member of this commission, but is it a reissuance if it's a lack of signature, a lack of procedural follow through? Yeah. Do it, do it. Is it, right. is it a procedural issue, or are you reissuing? That's a good question. I, I, I want to go, I, I guess I want to be, the minutes are going to show that the meeting of June 7th, 8th, 7th, 7th yeah. uh, to reissue that, uh, uh, Commissioner Donnelly voted no. Okay. I want the record to show that. Nothing more. Okay. So no. So fine. So I'll, I'll make a motion that... Uh, to approve the reissuance of the COGSAL order of conditions. We need a okay. second. Okay, do we have a second? I'll second that. Okay, we have a second. Um, let's see, Commissioner Baker. With all due respect, I, I don't know what this is all about. So I'm, unless there was, was it something that was included in our package? Not, not necessarily. So long yeah, well, story short. And I'm, I'm unable to vote for it because okay. I don't know what I'm voting Okay, for. let's take a step back then. And what was their timeline on this? They didn't give us a timeline. Okay. He's just, there's a new commission, there's a new recreation oh, director okay. and he's just, Trying to tidy okay. things up, and this was something that was missed um, during the prior director's time, and he's just trying to update okay. his files. So let's take a step back and we'll review it. And um, we've got, uh, let's can we rescind that motion? Um, I will rescind the motion to issue a revised order of condition for okay. Codzol. So let's take a step back. If we have the time, we'll review it. We have some, some background work we need to check on, on it first, and then we'll come back to it. How's that? Thank you. I appreciate that. No, thank you, Ralph. Um, and so then we'll move forward okay. on um, the... 579 South Street, DEP 155-652. And that order, the, we have the letter here, and I'm going to note that um, the letter from Hannigan Engineering dated May 12, 2023. Um, there is a, a note there that says it's in, this, the site is 579 South Street in Lemonster, Massachusetts. I'd like to to uh, note that this site is in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. And then um, I, I wanted to ask, is someone here for this tonight? Do we have anyone here? No, there's no one um, waiting online. Okay. So I guess it's just for our discussion. Mm -hmm. um, Mr. O'Hara went out on our behalf this week and did have a couple of comments. Um, one section of silt fence still needs to be removed. Um, there is growth on the back side of the building, but it's very thin and um, not pressing need for conscom, but suggestion to wait till the end of the growing season. Um, he tells us there's missing trees out of a group of five adjacent to the detention basin. 
a proposed white pine on the southeast side near the site, uh, not yet installed yet, but that's not in our jurisdiction, he comments. And the stormwater management plan, he's questioning whether or not that's been installed. So there are a few questions, and I think, do we want to go out and do a site review? So we could schedule that and then take this up again next month. Would that be redundant? Mike did one, and he gave us his response. We're going to go out and see what Mike saw. Okay. So as much as I'd like to, given the, the construction that's been going on and the, the time that it's taken, um, I'd like to wish you a, a, a certificate of compliance provided um, we get some gro get some growth. I don't I don't know. Uh, do, do we normally do that? Is to or should we just um, communicate Mike's concerns to Hannigan Engineering and then mm -hmm. discuss it again next month? Yeah, yeah. I think that's reasonable. Okay. And and that if a lot can, can be done in 30 days. If they hydro seeded it in 30 days, we'd be ready to sign. And they can or they can tell us when it's going to be done rather than kind of saying do it later, right? They, there's, there's a reason they, they, they're doing it formally. It isn't often we get this formal request with a engineered stamp saying that they've complied with our order of conditions. So let's, let's be timely in our, in our response, as timely as we can be in our response. Okay. And give them the full 30 days to cover, tie up loose ends. Okay. Okay, so um, Arnhow Farm. Yeah, moving forward gingerly, um, we have an update on 170 Arnhow Farm Road. We have somewhat of an update. Uh, yeah, Madam Chair, uh, I'd yes. like to recuse myself. Thank you. Let the record show that Commissioner Christian has recused himself. The um, Current property owner has been in contact with the Community Development Office. Herlin spoke to her a couple of times. The husband of the real estate agent uh, was in and kind of questioned why was this not, you know, why were they not made aware of it? They're doing some investigation with Mr. Slocum, but it has been now since. Um, Five nineteen, since we've heard from them again. So I would recommend that it's time for another letter. We'll contact them and probably follow up with a letter that we've given them ample time to do their due diligence and we want to schedule a site visit. If there's no response in a timely manner, uh, you know, I don't know if we want to tell them up front. If we don't get to schedule a site visit, violation notices could be forthcoming to get them to, you know, move. Herlin said the last time they were in the office, she, she seemed to understand what the process is a little bit more now um, and that this is something that she's going to have to deal with, but still was not ready to schedule a site visit or have any further discussions. So we need to prompt her to apply. Um, I, I'm not sure if giving them a timeline right now might be the appropriate thing. Last time when she was in the office, uh, the homeowner, we filed a request for public information. Oh. Is that the, t the correct term? Uh, 
a public records request was filed through the clerk's office with a notation to please forward all materials to me from all department heads and I have not received Gotten anything. any of them back. So I would like to check on them first before, if it's okay with the commission, before going ahead and if she doesn't have the appropriate materials, she can't move forward to with legal counsel. Okay. Um, All right, so then that's fine. Um, so then let's just keep it on an ongoing basis and we'll check back in in July if we have a meeting or August. But I mean, what I don't want to do is this can't be put on the back burner for six months. We Now that we've started this ball rolling, um, we just need to make sure that we stay on top of it. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay, so um, moving forward, the uh, SLF treatment in the riverfront area, what was that? I have no idea what that is know? all about. Which one was it? It's, it's a spotted lanternfly. Oh, okay, oh good, <laughs> thank you. Thank Thanks, you, Dr. Ralph. Baker. <laughs> <laughs> I was going through a lot of... <laughs> Oh, the, the spotted, the spotted, what is it? Spotted lantern. Lantern. Spotted lantern fly. Thank you, Dr. Baker. Do we have an update on that? The only bit of information that I know, um, a casual conversation with Mike O'Hara, he had mentioned, he had mentioned that um, uh, it looks like they may have spotted lanternflies in the riverfront area um, at Riverfront Park. The, there's a, um, a, a tree that looks a lot like, uh, I think it's called Tree of Heaven or something like that, and they like yeah. that. That's and right. there's quite a few do, growing yes. there. Um, so, but, I, but other than that, I don't have an update. That's like um, invasive versus invasive there. <laughs> Tree of Heaven versus Spotted Lantern Fly. Yeah. I know, it's a lose-lose situation there. <laughs> it really is. But I know in the past, um, the state has come out yes. and actually like taken those trees down. Um, I'm not sure if they're in a place where it would be easy to take those trees down because yeah. if I'm not mistaken, they're, they're on the inside of the flood wall. Mm -hmm. So... If you're face, if you're in the park, it's it's you, you're at the uh, river's edge, and then you have the river, and then you have just a little bit of earth, and that's where they're growing up, and then you have a flood wall behind it. So, I, I'm not sure what the next step is here. That sounds like where Tree of Heaven likes to grow. Yeah, fun stuff. <laughs> Recommend they take appropriate steps to deal with the spotted lanternfly. Do we want to make a motion for that? That's that's my recommendation okay. in the form of a motion so take the necessary step to deal with it in an appropriate manner yeah do we have a second second, second. okay and um dr baker all in favor dr baker aye uh commissioner christian aye commissioner donnelly aye commissioner jacobs aye commissioner Sarafield, aye them they need to deal you know whatever they need is and we can get them an emergency, anything that has to be managed. Okay. Um, I think all that's left is the Verizon cell tower on Wanusnock Road. Do we have an update on that? Chantel, you were working with, with them. Go ahead and finish what you're doing. Oh, so. sure. Um, the, the road's been repaired. Um, 
and I think that they were working to try to touch base with MassDOT, at least the, the, the applicant was, um, to fix uh, where the water came from, which was off of Route 2. Um, so that has been done, and then they did clean up um, the, the bottom of where the debris went. I'm not quite sure. I, I think there was a detention basin at the bottom that still needed to be cleaned out. Um, and I'm not sure if that has been done yet. Um, someone should probably take a look and see um, if that's been, that's probably the only outstanding thing um, that I know of, um, but everything else has been addressed as far as we have seen. Okay. Joyce and I were there on Saturday Where morning. Where are you? Okay. Yeah, so the detention pond. Yes. On, on the right-hand side, I guess, if mm -hmm. that has not been cleaned out. Okay. Yeah, not, there, there was that gravel mix that came off the road really right. on both sides. Mm -hmm. Yep. And the culvert is, there's uh, some erosion there. Okay. There's some, some big erosion that's happening. Commissioner Donnelly. Uh, I was out there to talk with the owner. Um, those three items. Uh, one, the road's been repaired. Time will tell. It needs to be tested. So we need rain to see that if, if that material stays. Uh, two, um, I recommended that the owner get in touch with Mass, the, uh, excuse me, Mass Highway, mm -hmm. but I don't believe it's his responsibility. I think he cares. I think he, he, he should do it, um, but I also told him to stay on. It's either engineering or us, but I think it's engineering in Fitchburg. They should be pushing it. Um, it's, it's, it behooves him to help himself, but I don't believe it's his responsibility. And it's been m at least 30 days. So if Mass Highway hasn't been contacted, number one, then someone dropped the ball. It, 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 it's a telephone call. And if it doesn't work one day, it'll work the next day or whatever. But it shouldn't take 30 days to get a response from them to get someone out there and clean the culvert. Right. And the detention point. So the problem I was going to suggest to the CONSCOM, do you want the detention pond dredged or do you want to leave well enough alone? Detention ponds fill up with sediment. That's what they're there for. It settles out, then the water goes. So it has sediment in it from 15 years of that road or, or mass highway dumping into it. Uh, do you want to do it? And then whose responsibility is it? Sounds like to, uh, uh, that city property that the detention pond's on this side of the brook? I think it may still be um, on the cell towers land. Okay. I'd have to double check. Okay, so they, somebody, and it would be, uh, they're not going to do it without getting Conservation Commission approval. Mm -hmm. They have to be directed to clean, they have to be directed to clean out the, so, the, 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 the pond at the base or clean out the sediment that's in it. So to those three points, Mass Highway, it should be a done deal. It shouldn't be 30 days later, it should be a done deal. And they're going to be looking for us. Now, do they have to file a determination of applicability, an NOI? Can they go there with a mini and dredge it? And I was there on site with the guy doing the work. He's looking for direction. He was told to fix the road. That's what he did. Mr. Hillman has his hand up. He may have um, some information on the Mass DOT. I was Yes, board. Um, so to, to add to uh, Chantel's 
Chantel's comment. Um, so actually, the city doesn't own this property. This this is actually a paper road or a private road. Um, the city's the the extent of where the city plows to is the. I apologize. I don't have the the map in front of me. Um, the next intersection up. That's I'm trying to think of what the, that side street is. That's where the city limits stop. Um, so I'm not sure if engineering would even have any jurisdiction to do anything for this cell phone tower uh, road since it's actually not city property. It's private property. Jeff, one of the other concerns that the cell phone company raised, and Chantal, I may have the, the pictures um, too, but they sent on the Route 2 side of the cell phone tower property, there's a, a concrete culvert that runs along the edge of Route 2 that is completely blocked. Um, mm -hmm. And the Verizon or their contractor was saying that that is also part of the reason that the water was overflowing on the opposite side of the property because it didn't have any way to run off through that concrete channel along Mass Highway. Um, but that's not something that the city's responsible for, so that was also the contact that was going to be made to Mass DOT to try and get them to clean that culvert. If Verizon or the contractor is right, that could help alleviate some of the water runoff issue. Did, did you have, see that any is, of that, That's Mr. what Dunn? I'm talking about. Mass Highway owns that culvert, and, and while we don't own it, uh, I, I, is that to say that it's not Fitchburg engineering, Fitchburg DPW's uh, interest in that flooding issue. Uh, we not own it is, it, is it of no interest for us to solve that problem? Um, and it's, I'm asking the CONSCOM, I'm asking the, the, the engineering, and, I've, and, and I already said it's in the homeowner's best interest to do that. Is it in our interest, is it in engineering's interest to contact Mass Highway and get them out there to clear the culvert. It's a, it's okay. a surface drainage, concrete lined ditch that just needs maintenance. I'm gonna interrupt you here. We, uh, Herlin showed me an email that uh, Mr. Hillman had sent that he has reached out to DOT and is waiting to hear back from them on it. Done. Yeah. Okay, so, so on that note. Um, the, the, did we resolve the detention pond? They're not going to do anything without our green light. Do we want to direct them to do it? Do nothing? Leave well enough alone. Still functioning. I was going to say, my question is, is it a functioning detention pond? It's functioning. It's doing its job. It was just overloaded. Well, it's now 15 years, it got loaded. That's all. As I recall... There was some erosion that was occurring in between the road and the detention pond. Seemed to be. Like uh, coming underneath there where it had been yeah. um, so impacted. And it looked like that could be put back together a little bit. Um, I didn't see erosion. What I saw was a, a surface, not water, but a material. And that material, I don't think that it scoured existing topography, I think it loaded, overloaded existing okay. topography. But when I saw it, it was clean, it was graded, it was dressed and buffed out, and I think that there was green around it. So I think initially what you may have seen was the sand and the debris and the road debris on top of uh, 
because uh, prior to that, it was functioning, and I don't believe that there was erosion. Okay. So then maybe we take a wait and see attitude. Yeah, we can. We can okay. loop back on that. Mr. Durling's been patient. Okay, well, on, on that note, do we have anything else? Um, we do. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Um, you go. Minutes. Uh, are you looking to vote on accepting the minutes? We have one, two, three, four, five, six uh, past minutes. I have comments on five of them. Uh, um, they're, dra they're drafts. They haven't been accepted. They, okay. they never were. At what point in time? Somebody hustled to get them to us. Okay. Do we want to accept the minutes with corrections? That's okay, a question. So Michael, my, my response would be that they came in right before I left for my hiking trip, and I haven't had time to read them. Very good. Okay. I thought there were too many. I did not put them together. Um, Michael Hara did. Yep. And um, I walked into my desk to a pile of minutes, and I also didn't have a chance to review them. I think it would be appropriate if we took either two at a time, mm -hmm. as not to overwhelm everybody. There's only six, right? I, I thought there was more than that, but there, there's several. It's completely up to you. But I think Caroline's right. Let, let's take the first two. Well, Ralph hasn't seen them. I know, but read through them in the next month, and the next time we okay. meet, oh, we'll I see. review those two, I see. and then do another two, and another two, and another two, and we'll get caught up. Okay, so what are we looking at for the next meeting? So there's a meeting. The first one is April 6th for 2022. Um, and then, uh, why is there one for it? April 12th. Must have been a site walk. Oh, that was a site walk. So can we do three that time? Because site walks are pretty easy. So April 6th, May 4th, and the site walk for April 12th. Sure. Well, you're, you're going this way back. I'm, yeah, I'm starting at the I first one. February. You want, to, you want to start from this way back instead of from February forward. Oh, all right. I don't know. Okay. What would be appropriate? <laughs> I think as long as we start reviewing. No, everybody received them, am I correct? Everybody received it? I have them, so everybody yeah, got Yes, I. It was an yes. email from Mike, not from me. Oh, okay. I think. Okay, I haven't had a chance to review okay. them either. So, so if I had corrections to the minutes, do I wait? Or do you send them out updated in red, the corrections to the ones they have? And that's a question. Michael, I, I appreciate your effort to do that, and, and for my part, I'd, I'd love to see your suggested okay. corrections put in there before the rest of us review them. Okay. So we'll... Because it just, it just saves us some time, and, and you've already put some effort in. I, I, this is comical. Uh, the violation of 170 on How Farm Road, Zamboni ice just shot violation. <laughs> it's oh, it's minor. Okay. But a year from now or two years from now, if someone doing a public record search yes. comes across that. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's the best we can do. So we'll get started April 6th, April, 6, April 12th, and May 4th for the next meeting. Right. Those are the earliest ones. Those are back from 2022. Okay. And then um, we have one last item that we need to talk about, and that is the July meeting. And... Um, we have some extenuating circumstances. 
with the July meeting, there is a, let me just see if I remember this correctly, there is a, because it's the 4th of July week, the city council meeting has been moved to Tuesday, which is the night of our meeting. Um, and so we can, we have a couple of options here. We can move our meeting. We can um, cancel our meeting. Or I guess we could wrestle the city council for it. <laughs> <laughs> So the two valid options, because it's been a very long day for me, would be um, to ask the commission um, if we move it. As I recall, that leaves only a very brief period of time between our meeting, between our July meeting and our August meeting. Right, it would um, only be three weeks. We'd be or we can cancel the meeting and bump everything to uh, the August meeting and um, call it a day. I'd like a motion or some discussion from the rest of the commission. How is Mr. Grigowski and 98 Gibson Road impacted by us canceling a meeting because we've continued that? Do we have to get his authorization to agree to a continuance? Well, I can request one. Your motion was for the next meeting. Yes. So whenever your next meeting is. Yeah, because I didn't say specifically July, because we didn't have a date to say yet when it was. So that could be an August meeting. Right. Uh, Dr. Baker, Commissioner uh, Christian, do you have any thoughts? Um, for my part, I, I would think that we should try to continue so that we don't put a burden on those who are waiting for decisions from us. I just want to make some input that um, if we do change the date, we have to make sure that with all the changes from other um, city agencies, that there, we have FATV available on that date too. Of course. Yes. Because the following Tuesday, we don't have FATV available. Because they're conducting a meet; they can't conduct two meetings at the same time. Um, but Ralph, the concern would be only the 98 Gibson Road plan, really, that we have kind of pending right now. Or, or are you aware of anything else? Mm, no, not for my part. There is a potential NOI coming in um, for a footbridge on Kimball Street, but um, I did notify the applicant that we were more likely to either cancel or change the date, and they were actually pretty okay with that because they needed more time as they were requiring a 40A from the military. Based on the holiday, and then if we move it out a week, it's gonna be, you know, like almost a two-week turnaround to August. I would think, yeah. Liz, what are your okay. thoughts? We could just well, cancel July. All right, I'm, I'm okay with that, under the circumstances just described. But, Up to you but, folks. Uh, one thing I would say is um, city council typically starts at 7, so if you wanted to have a meeting, say, at 5 for just one item, if they were ready for it, you pro we probably could make that work if FATV can make that work. I can't get here for that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm sorry. Okay. I can, yeah, I, can see. I, I don't think, I mean, I can't say right now that I can get here for that just because of my job. Commissioner Donnelly. Perhaps 10 years ago, 
past practice was July was a quiet time mm -hmm. and the meeting was pushed off. Uh, development has picked mm -hmm. up uh, from, since that time, so that hasn't happened. However, incumbent on also very important to let the app, any applicants know ASAP that there's no July meeting. I mean, it's gotta be out there, it's gotta be posted, and they're not bamboozled when they walk into the office because somebody has to face them and tell them we're not gonna meet for 60 days. That'll, that's, that's hurtful to a developer. Well, and we're, we have to meet and address their, if they file a notice of intent, we have 21 days to schedule a hearing or, or unless they approve um, you know, moving that on, which sounds like the one applicant for Kimball Road that you're talking to, Herlin, is amenable to that, but others could hold our feet to the fire that we would have to look we, at something. We, um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but we have a standard form that the ZBA and building department uses where if you are requiring an applicant, if you are asking an applicant to give you more than 30 days, they can sign off. Uh, so in our case, we just have to change that to 21. Because we, Wetlands Act requires that um, we have to schedule a hearing within 21 days of a notice of intent. Correct. So, so we would just change well, I, the ordinance on the, mm -hmm. the, the notice. The notice. Yeah. My comments were not to our, our current applicants that we uh, uh, postponed to July. It's to any applicants coming into the office that want to meet 30 days from now. Uh, some way, somehow, be as, as upfront and as uh, open as possible to let them know that there will not be a July meeting. Is there a way to post that? And online? if there's no July meeting, they can, they can bring their material in, but there's no July meeting, therefore, we don't have that, that hearing date 21 but days. But I, I think we do. Yeah. Well, 20 years we Okay, so there's a mechanism to post that so that it's yeah. made in the public. Yeah, we can change the current agenda that's posted on the city website. We can put a message on the city website. We can put an illegal notice out. We can change it on Facebook, social media platforms. We can do our due diligence to make sure that it's posted, and then it will be the applicant's responsibility to make sure that. And when we walk into the office, we have posted dates for upcoming meetings. Okay. That's, okay. that's better than lack of a quorum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because then they think they're coming in, and we don't have members. And we're not okay. held account to that account. Right. Can we have a motion to um, cancel the... Uh, motion to cancel July meeting. July uh, post, meeting. Yeah, cancel July meeting and reconvene uh, first Wednesday in August. Uh, second. Um, okay, uh, all in favor? Commissioner Baker? Aye. Commissioner Christian? Aye. Commissioner Donnelly? Aye. Commissioner Serfield, oh, Commissioner Jacobs? Aye. Commissioner Serfield, aye. Motion passes. So our meeting for August will be August 2nd. Okay. And um, we have come to the end of our agenda. I'd like to have a motion and second to adjourn the regular meeting of the Wednesday, June 7th, 2023 Conservation Motion Commission. to adjourn. And a second? Second. second. Uh, all in favor, Commissioner Baker? Aye. Commissioner Christian? Aye. Commissioner Donnelly? Aye. Commissioner Jacobs? Aye. Commissioner Serfield, approve. Thank you for your commitment to public service, everyone, and um, your efforts are appreciated. Any discussion Thank you, everyone. on a meeting tomorrow night?